0: In. So today is uh, an interesting episode. We are recording from the car. There's some gear in the back, so it might be a, uh, an interesting listening experience for you. So I apologize in advance for any background noise or anything that's out of the ordinary. I'm you know, doing my best to maintain audio fidelity for you guys. But um, the topic this week is important enough that I really wanted to make sure I was able to record this and release it on time. And this week, we're talking a little bit about finding your purpose and defining your purpose. And for me, this is really the cornerstone of my goal setting coaching strategies that I go over with people who I'm working with, because if you don't fundamentally start with a meaningful enough goal or definition of goals, then you're not really going to have the motivation to continue working towards things that ultimately will become challenging for you or require an immense amount of effort and dedication. So when it comes to finding your purpose, I like to think of this in terms of really three major uh, categories, right? So, So category one, is, is passion. So something that you're passionate about, something that you care about, obviously, if it's going to be your purpose, or it's going to be something that is uh, fundamentally a part of what you do and who you are, it has to be something you care about. So when we're talking about uh, passion. This is something that you would spend time doing if there were no gain to be had, if there were no financial gain, if this didn't, tr- uh, you know, create any positive career trajectory for you. You know, what would you spend time doing if there was no guarantee that this would result in any positive benefit for you whatsoever? So, if you think back to when you were a kid, right? There are a lot of stuff that we spent time doing that we were passionate about, or when people asked us, you know, who we wanted to be when we got older and grew up. These are all things that we thought about in terms of our passions or that we you know uh, referenced in terms of passion so so what would you spend time doing if there were no gain to be had if all you could guarantee was that you were going to enjoy the time spent doing that activity so that's thing number one thing number two is skill level so if something is going to be a true purpose of yours I fundamentally believe that it has to be something that you're good at because that level of skill will allow you to stick with it and gain some type of benefit from it down the road long-term. So if we're talking about monetizing it eventually or, or just reaching more people or building a, uh, an audience, it requires you to be skilled at whatever it is that you're doing. So skill level is, is definitely one of the other fundamental components of ultimately finding your purpose and something that you want to spend your time working on. So when we talk about passion and skill, the third category and, and keep in mind, this is to create or find a purpose that you can spend the rest of your life working on. The third category is you have to be able to generate income from this activity. Now, income generation does not necessarily mean that this is going to make you rich. As a matter of fact, it doesn't need to be something that makes you rich or wealthy in the standard sense of the word what it does need to be able to do is support you so you need to be able to support yourself with this activity if you're going to dedicate your life to it because what you don't want to do is split your time energy and attention between something that earns income that you can you know support yourself doing and then something that you genuinely want to spend your time doing so the the income generation is simply to remove that separation or remove that time spent that would pull you otherwise away from your purpose as you're trying to earn an income to support yourself so income generation basically just means whatever you're doing or whatever you want to do as your purpose it should be something that you can financially support yourself doing whether or not you get wealthy from it that's a completely different discussion but it should be something where you can make enough money to to live and you know cover your base needs. So there are some fundamental traps that we can fall into when we're attempting to define our purpose in terms of these things. So uh, a lot of times people follow a path where two of these categories are met, but not all three. And there are really three main intersections uh, of traps or pitfalls that, that we can fall into with regard to these categories. So one of the most obvious is something that I, you know, a, a hobby or something that I would consider to be a hobby is something where you have high passion and high skill. So this is something that you clearly love. You love spending time doing. It's probably something that you're pretty good at, which is why you spend so much time doing it, right? That their positive reward loop or feedback loop of of success uh, encourages you to continue with this activity. But I consider it a hobby because you haven't professionalized the activity yet. There isn't a way to generate income from doing this activity. And therefore, uh, at the end of the day, a hobby is something where you can't financially support yourself doing it and so it becomes something that you do in your off hours. I'm sure we all know plenty of people who, you know, when they punch out of work and, and hit the weekend, maybe they pursue their, their hobbies or when they clock out for the day, they get home and they pursue their hobbies, whatever those things are. But if you want this to ultimately be your purpose, then it has to be something that you can monetize to the point that you can support yourself. So whatever that activity is, if it does not have an income component if you aren't able to monetize it in some way shape or form uh, then i would consider that activity to simply be a hobby right this is one of the more common ones i'd say the other really common activity that intersects two categories is what i refer to as a job so this is something where you have high skill and where you're able to generate income potentially high income and I find with jobs and you know, standard careers, the more lucrative the activity is, the more dangerous it is as far as keeping you from your purpose. Because if you have a comfortable living, doing something that you're good at, if you're financially rewarded for that thing, it's very hard to step away and pursue another activity. So we see this all the time. People start making more money. They elevate their standard of living which comes with it elevated expenses so you get a bigger house which comes with a bigger mortgage or you get a nicer car which comes with a bigger car payment or all these other things especially now that we're in a a particularly high interest rate environment all of these things carry with them a higher cost because money is much more expensive to borrow and so it's very easy to trap yourself in a hole by doing something that pays well and that you happen to be good at especially if you're very good at that thing and this, I think, at least in my experience, is where a lot of depression comes from or, uh, or feelings of hopelessness because it's very easy to get stuck in a rut where you kind of have to keep doing the thing that you're doing, but you don't really enjoy doing it anymore. And this is really the danger of elevating your standard of living uh, too high or, or elevating your standard of living as you experience financial success with your job one of the best ways to eventually find your purpose, because it's a really hard thing to do, Uh, but one of the best ways to eventually find your purpose is to keep your footprint small, keep your cost of living small, so that you're not tied to any one financial situation. You have a little bit of flexibility where you can switch jobs, switch careers, or try something new, and it's not going to bankrupt you or put you in a hole. So I highly encourage you, if you haven't found yet the thing that kind of lights your hair on fire and that you love to do, I highly encourage you to keep your cost of living low, keep your footprints small so that you can more easily change or switch gears if the need should arise or if you find yourself pulled in a different direction. And lastly, the third trap or pitfall, it isn't really a trap because I, I, I see this as being a an intermediary step, so to speak, but If there's something that you're passionate about and that you're able to monetize but you have not yet acquired a high level of skill this is what i would consider to be your typical side hustle right this is the thing that you do on the side that you enjoy doing you're able to make money doing it so it puts a little bit more cash in your pocket you you know you've found a way to monetize this activity but you may not have the requisite skill to really consider this your purpose so like I said, I don't think side hustles are a trap fundamentally. I think you need to at some point professionalize what you're doing if you want that side hustle to become your fundamental purpose for being. But I think side hustles are a great way to basically test the waters and act as a transition out of something that you don't want to be doing into something that you do want to be doing. So you may have heard advice from other coaches or other people where basically it's like, hey, if you wanna do something, you have to fully commit, you have to dive in head first, you know, take the plunge, whatever. Burn the boats is one of my favorite phrases, you know, where when you decide to commit to something, commit fully so that there's no backup plan, there's no plan B, there's no escape. But fundamentally, I have a different perspective on when you should burn the boats and when that should occur. So if we think about fundamentally, timing for a lot of these things. If you completely jump ship from your career and transition into trying to professionalize a side hustle too early, what will ultimately happen is you can find yourself in a financial trap that causes high levels of stress, that causes you to stop progressing in that skill or activity that you feel is your purpose, and it can cause you to Uh, force failure too soon because you didn't leave yourself enough cushion in order to succeed so while I do believe that burning the boats and committing fully are necessary uh, in any endeavor that you really want to turn into your purpose I don't think you should do it right away And so for that reason i do think side hustles are actually an excellent way to test the waters and there's always an inflection point with any activity where especially you know you you start to acquire a higher level of skill you're able to start to charge more raise your prices maybe you're reaching a wider audience there there becomes an inflection point where you are earning enough from your quote-unquote side hustle to replace income from a primary career or a job at that point I think it's worth doubling down, burning the boats, committing fully to that activity and seeing what happens on that path because you've now created enough of a financial cushion where you're going to reduce unnecessary financial stress because of income limitations. You're setting yourself up with the best chance of accomplishing that thing or succeeding in that avenue and all of that just comes down to timing. So that's why I said, I don't believe side hustles are necessarily a trap. I think that they are an intermediary step on the way to professionalizing your uh, side hustle and turning it into a purpose. So uh, there's a book called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Now, Stephen Pressfield is a a fairly famous author. He's released a number of of books. And The War of Art has become kind of like a, a Bible of sorts for creatives, and it you know, it was recommended to me many times over the years. I'll put a link in the show notes uh, to the book for those who want to read it themselves. But since having it be recommended to me many years ago, I've, I've read it several times. And part of the fundamental concept behind The War of Art is professionalizing the activity of creation. Now this is geared towards artists, but this is particularly true of anybody who's, you know, trying to monetize a new activity or change careers or do something that they love to do. And essentially the concept behind the book is you need to professionalize that activity in order to achieve success in that activity. And professionalizing it means creating a ritual around, around doing that thing, not just doing it when you feel like it, right? Like if you want to become a writer professionally, you can't just write when you feel inspired. You can't just write when you feel like it. Uh, in, in previous newsletters, I've talked about Jerry Seinfeld's approach to writing jokes where he forces himself to sit down for an hour every morning and write. And sometimes he doesn't write a single thing on the page. But it's not about accomplishing anything during that time it's about setting aside the time to create so he is professionalizing the process of comedy by creating time and space to write jokes to write you know for screenplays back when he was writing for the show Seinfeld all of these things come from creating the space for that activity which then professionalizes that activity so when it comes to the war of art and this concept behind professionalizing your craft, whatever it is that you want to do that you feel is your, your purpose and you want to make your career or you want to spend your life doing, you need to professionalize that activity by setting aside time to do that thing. So, you know, if you always put it off till tomorrow or you always say, oh, I'll write tomorrow or, oh, I'll, I'll work on acting tomorrow or I'll paint tomorrow or whatever it is, you're still an amateur in that thing. And I believe in that environment, you are doomed for it to always remain a side hustle for you. If you set aside time regularly to do that activity, you start to professionalize that activity. You start to become the type of person who does that thing. And it elevates from being a hobby or a passion to being something that you can create a viable career out of. So I would encourage you as you start to think about you know, these topics and think about what your purpose could become. Find a way to professionalize that activity as soon as you start to catch some momentum and catch fire, because that will allow you to step up to the next level, elevate your practice to the next level and and really become a professional in that thing. So now that we understand, okay, my purpose must be the alignment of passion, skill, and income generation, I understand that if I only meet two out of the three categories, there are are three common traps that I can fall into. How do we then determine where we should focus our efforts or how do we determine something that could potentially become a passion? or could become a purpose rather. And this is where I think a very simple activity can be helpful. Uh, I, I encourage people to basically make two columns on a piece of paper. And on one side is the passion column. On one side is the skill column. So your first order of business is to just write down everything that you are passionate about. All the things that you like spending time doing that If there were no financial gain or there were no way to make a career out of doing these activities, you would still spend time doing them. So for you, maybe it's watching movies, maybe it's playing sports, maybe it's working out, maybe it's writing, whatever it is. What activities do you love to do that regardless of income, whatever, you would still spend time doing? Now, once you've determined that, what I want you to do is in the second column write down all of the things that you are skilled at these are all of the things that you have shown promise doing these are things maybe you've won awards for these are things that maybe other people have told you you're good at just anything that you are skilled at. And the the important thing is this column does not need to be anything that you're passionate about. You don't actually need to like doing any of these things. Right now, your goal is just to list out stuff that you are really good at. So maybe you're really good with Excel spreadsheets, but you hate Excel, that's fine. Put it down in this column because there may be a way to intersect this with another activity that is not yet visible to you. So once you create your two columns, your passions and your skills, Your goal is to find ways that they align. So these may not be initially obvious. Uh, An example that I like to use is uh, professional sports coaches, right? you might have the potential to be one of the best nfl coaches in the history of the sport even if you don't quite have the athletic capability to play in the nfl so there are a lot of people who know a lot about the game who played at a fairly high level so they have an understanding and appreciation of what goes into it but at the same time they they themselves do not have the athletic talent or capability to play at a professional level You may have all of the other factors that go into being a coach and being able to coach and work with these athletes because you fundamentally understand all of the components that go into it. One of the most successful coaches, at least in the fitness space, who I know used to be a high level athlete. They saw, you know, almost the highest stage possible in the sport. They played other sports at a high level in college, etc. And so they fundamentally understood what goes into a high functioning team and how to coach athletes on a high functioning team. They understood the sport that they were coaching because they had competed even if it wasn't at the highest level. And so all of those things allowed them to Be one of the best coaches because of all these factors that went into it. So that's one pretty easy example, specific example of where passion and skill can align in a way that may not initially seem obvious to you. But your job now, once you've made these two lists, is to to go through these lists and to, to actually look through everything and try to find ways where you can align your passions and your skills. Because once you've done that, there are almost an infinite, infinite rather number of ways to monetize any skill in the modern world with the reach of the internet with social media platforms with all these other things you can make money doing just about anything i mean let's consider the fact that influencers are It's a real occupation now right you can just be very popular on the internet you can get brand deals you can get endorsements you can make a career off of being a prominent influencer in a space so there are an infinite number of ways that you can monetize almost any passion especially if you have a high level of knowledge or a high level of skill so take this list find one to three things that have some legs that have potential to be a career or be a purpose for you. And I want you to explore those things. Now, what I don't want you to do is dive in head first, leave yourself no backup plan and quit your job because that will cause undue stress that will not allow you to dedicate enough of yourself to give yourself a fighting chance. What I want you to do is put yourself in the best position possible to succeed. Make sure that you still have a safety net And when you start to build momentum or experience some success, then you can choose to commit fully to this new thing. But don't burn the boats early. Make sure that you have a safety net. Make sure that you have income coming in so that you're not overly stressed because you're already going to shoot yourself in the foot and destroy your chances of success if you are having to deal with financial stress on top of finding your purpose and your passion. So try to find a way that your passions and your skills align. Come up with a method or a means of monetizing that activity and once you've done that once you have income generating coming in from this new endeavor when you hit that inflection point where you're able to start replacing your income from your current job or career with this new thing that you're passionate about then I encourage you burn the boats leave your job, go all in, double down, find ways to improve. And then that is where you can find your purpose and experience some success in that field. So until next time, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is a really important topic. I'm sure I'll dive into it again in the future. I may even re-record this episode if uh, if things are too too shaky or iffy with the audio. But you know, finding your purpose really comes down to aligning your passions, your skills, some way to make money. And I encourage you to to test the waters, go through this activity, and find something that really sets your hair on fire and that excites you to get out of bed every day. Because life is too short to do something you hate. So you can always reach me, Justin at trainedright.com, Instagram or Twitter at And until next next time have a wonderful weekend.